Are you a consulting business owner seeking a better way to scale to your next million in revenue? Accelerate Sales Podcast features other experts who have cracked the code to predictable revenues with proven sales systems that quickly increase revenue and get you on the fast track back to doing what you do best. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hi, Paul here. Before we get into the show, would you like to make a great first impression on LinkedIn? If so, I have something just for you. When people search for your name on Google, your LinkedIn profile will normally come up first. Before meeting someone for the first time, how often do they view your LinkedIn profile? For many coaches and consultants I begin to work with, their profiles don't do them any justice. I've created a simple solution where you can whip your profile into shape to have your best foot forward when attracting new clients on LinkedIn. Go to blgdownload.com, so that's blgdownload.com to get your five killer tips today. Hello to the Accelerate Solo Podcast, episode number 332. If it's your first time, welcome, and if you love what you hear, please subscribe. If you're a regular, thanks for your support, and it always means the world to me when you leave a review, in particular, those iTunes reviews. Please check out past shows on your favorite platform and just search Accelerate Sales and also check out some of those interview shows. So today's topic is a little unique, but I hope you're going to really enjoy it. It's email and LinkedIn messages in sales. And you're going to really learn three key things. One is why combine the two. The second is how to use email, which will lead to more calls, which is what we all all want. And the third is how to keep track of it. So I often joke with potential prospects that LinkedIn Messenger is harder to find than a golden ticket in a Willy Wonka chocolate bar. I'm really showing my age there, right? But I can still remember that first time that I saw the original movie. I absolutely fell in love with it. And it was actually the same day that a good friend of mine got a brand new um, mini bike. I think we're about eight at the time. And uh, yeah, it was just a wonderful day. So I'll always remember that. And, uh, not, not a great fan of the new one. But anyway, I'll get back to the point. So they're difficult to find, right? So why do we continue to always use them? or use them as much as we do. And for most of the clients I work with, they just say, well, it's just become a habit, right? It's just what I do now. And I'm recording this on around mid-August 2021, and there's been a real concerted effort by LinkedIn to restrict the amount of spam sent through their message platform. And you know what? I 100% agree with it, right? For the long-term health of the platform, we do have to get rid of people that are there just to continually spam you. And you probably get messages all the time. I'm lucky I have someone in my team that filter them out, but we know what it's like, right? So someone once said to me in corporate, if I received too many messages, probably because I was sending too many. And you may be the same, right? You send so many LinkedIn messages that you're also getting too many back in reply. So how many of you have someone else that's reading your LinkedIn messages, right? So I know, you know, this is not, I'm not saying that you should do that because it's technically a branch against the terms of the LinkedIn well, whatever they call it. But, you know, for most of us, we let someone else do that for us and then uh, we do our own inbox. I must admit, I let my team do both, but most people really like to do their own emails. So I'm not 
advocating here that we should completely stop using LinkedIn messages. They have their place, but I do want to put the case forward for having a blend, a hybrid of email and LinkedIn messages. And I do think there are times when, you know, emails are preferred over messages and vice versa. But ultimately, the key is to ask your prospect, you know, what do they prefer as their best mode of communication? And you can do that across the board. We have a little section in our uh, copper sales CRM that tells us what their preferred option is. But I must admit, you know, make assumptions at your peril because it has, you know, bitten me in the past. So we've been doing a lot of testing and really looking for ways that we can use both this hybrid email and LinkedIn. And, you know, we've also done this now that there is the 100 limit, which, you know, I talked about some of the changes in August 21. And one of those was back in July that now there's a 100 limit, which I think is really good a week. So you can only send a new connection out to 100. Now, there are ways to work around this. And if you want to know what they are, uh, just reach out to me at paul at paulhigginsmentoring.com. So let me go through some scenarios for you to benefit from all the testing we've been doing on email and LinkedIn messages. So we send emails prior to sending out any new connection request. And there's really three key reasons for this. And I've got to say that you know, our acceptance rates have gone from, you know, circa 40% to nearly up to 60% since we're doing this. So number one is, as I said before, we're all more active generally in our inbox and we normally control it. The second is that we can track the analytics. So as I mentioned, we use copper sales CRM, but it should be across all of them that they can actually, you can tell when someone's opened it, how many times they've opened it, right? And that's great for follow-up, like especially, you know, in the heat of summer that a lot of people go on holiday so that you get an out-of-office message or you um, can see when they open it so it's a good time to follow up. You know, LinkedIn messages just doesn't have that, right? Let's face it, it's Microsoft. And number three is it also means that you can best use your 100 limit because no use sending a connection request if someone didn't want it in the first place. It also gets them to go to your profile, right, which is fantastic. So they're the three key reasons. One is they're more active in their inbox. Two is you can track the analytics. And three, it really uses your 100 limit a week. So, you know, what we've done is so we've sent them that via email. Now, if the trick is here, if they don't reply, we assume that they say yes. Okay, that's just the approach we take. But then we send a connection request mentioning the email on LinkedIn, and we also send a thank you on the platform, right? So we are using LinkedIn in that case. And then we also send them a message asking if they're open to communicate via email. Now, many people have their personal email on their profile, unless you're trying to be, you know, you're super famous, you don't want to be found, I recommend you change that. But, you know, what I often ask them, you know, this is the email on your profile, is this, um, you know, is that the best option, right? Or you can use tools to uncover their email. There's so many out there, and this is where it's already publicly listed, Right. Um, one example of that is Trigger, T-R-I-G-G-R dot A-I. Now, at the moment, that's just for a certain region. It's not across the world. So just reach out to me and I can tell you where it is or you can go to the website and find out it, it, where it is. But we've also got some other tools as well. So I then send a video in the email which talks about my story. And I found that just to be so compelling because ultimately, as a consultant, you're selling you, right? 
And if um, you'd like a copy of the script that I use, just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash 332. I'll also put it in the, the link to the show notes here. The other benefit of using email is that you can add people professionally to your list. Now, technically, anyone that's got their email on LinkedIn, you can automatically add to them to the list. But we think that's a bit sneaky, right? You're probably the same. So but the most important thing is you want them to be on your list so that you can keep them, right? Because you've all heard the saying, you know, you don't want to build your property on someone else's land, in particular LinkedIn, because platforms like all platforms will change. But before I continue to talk to you more about who can help and how you can track it, I'd like to talk to you about leadjet.io, which is a great way of keeping track of all the LinkedIn messages on your sales CRM. So for example, uh, on Pipedrive, on Copper, on HubSpot, Salesforce, what it does is got an automatic plugin where you just go over a message that you've sent in LinkedIn, you press sync and it'll sync it straight in your sales CRM. So that makes it a lot cleaner. But why don't you check it out for yourself? Just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash lead jet. So that's lead L-E-A-D jet, J-E-T. So finally, how to keep track of all this. So I have a register of all the key templates we send and we number them, right? Because, you know, there is lots that we're testing and be a bit confusing. If you're trying to hand it off to someone else, it's going to be the same. So we use Airtable, but you can start with Google Sheets or whatever you like. And if you want to see how we set it up with Airtable, just let me know. You can also see which emails are the ones that, work well versus the ones that don't. And also you can see where the combination of both work really well. And this allows your team to access and use the templates as much as possible. I have a sales assistant, as I spoke about before, who does the heavy lifting for me. So it makes it really easy for them to use the scripts or the templates. And I can just say a number. Okay, send them number 265. So at the moment, 265, we know is the profile one. And what we also do is track that now. So we can see the best messages that we send and we know what platform they're being sent on. And then we can track exactly what the rate of um, leads, deals uh, is. So ultimately, you know, which ones are helping us win clients the most. So in your sales CRM, you should also be able to track uh, if they're open their emails, which I've talked about. Okay, so three key actions from today. One is test using a combination of email and LinkedIn messenger is going to work for your sales reach. Second, download the template. Just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash 332 and keep track of all your templates in one place like Airtable. If you want to know that, just reach out. You can get all the links in the show notes at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast episode 332 or in the app you're listening to now. I recommend the Pocket Cast app. Please follow me on LinkedIn. If you know someone interested in using email and LinkedIn messengers to help them with sales, please share it with them. They'll consider you a sales hero and they will love you for life. Please take action to accelerate your sales. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But hey, before you go, learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. 
tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.